wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for tuning in today on the March day, the day of March. A new month, which means more data on my plan so I can keep podcasting. (laughs) This is part of the reason why I couldn't podcast the two times a week. Like, oh shit, that means that I probably can't do it this month because February is the shortest month. I was trying to do two times a week, and I did until the last week when I ran out of data. That's just, you know, you don't want to know about how the sausage is made. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm here now. It's March. No longer Black History Month. Hey, hey, don't. Don't. I know you were about to say something. The N-word. Or <laughs> you were about to say, thank God, it's over, or whatever. And no, no, I don't accept. You know I don't believe black history month i believe in black history decade at minimum minimum to be like a decade of it okay ah, come on you don't you wouldn't love that forget how amazing is black church you know the fucking black decade would be fucking spectacular just give him one that's what i say just let him have it i think it'd be fucking amazing all right anyways um i love black people there just cancel me with that bitch i love <laughs> <laughs> I love black people. Are you kidding me? Including all the ones that robbed me. All right, and I mean, it's a coincidence that the only one, that the ones I've ever been robbed are black. But at least they had the courtesy to do it face to face. And I like these student loan motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Huh? And then there's like thunderous applause. Just <sighs> yeah. Like at the Apollo, yeah, just fucking. All right, um, that's that's me, man. I'm fucking so down. I'm so down and down syndrome. Okay. (laughs) Hi, hi. Welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Um, what do I have to talk about today? Well, I don't know. I feel like what's in the news? It's like politics, coronavirus. You know, there's war. War going on. I mean, there's lots of wars. We got like, okay, the United States has about seven things going on. Seven different countries. I'd say seven. That number comes from. Um, it was a. Uh, I can't remember who it was. The fucking World Health Organization. Whoever the fuck. Some organization that was just showing all the different conflicts in the world, and it showed where the U.S. had air power, meaning we were drone striking. And it was seven countries, right? Including the the classics, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan. We know about those. We're like, yeah, okay, that's two. But then what else? Well, apparently we've been bombing Syria. You know about Syria. You know, it's been popping off in Syria. So that's three. Uh, and then we did the Libya thing. You remember Libya? Remember Libya uh, with the Gaddafi? And he got the, the bayonet up the ass, you know? And he was like, ah, oh, and he... Uh, with the Libya model, which they suggested we may use on North Korea. Anyways, Libya. Uh, now is slave markets and shit, you know. Now <laughs> it's complete. Um, <clears throat> it's a hotbed of terrorism. And uh, we drone strike it, so that's that's four. That's Libya. So Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Libya, uh, Somalia. We're in Somalia. 
Uh, in Africa. Yeah. Didn't know that, right? Yeah, but you know the pirates. The fucking pirates. Remember those pirates? Fuck, God damn, we, gotta, we need to do something about them. All right? Do something about them. So, uh, uh, we're there, too. Um, where else? Fucking, oh, Yemen. Yeah, Yemen. Yemen. Yeah, man. Yemen. That's a tough one. We just drone strike somebody there. We just did somebody recently after Suleimani hit somebody in Yemen. So we're at, we're still there. Dog. Uh, we're still. Okay, that's six. All right, Yemen. What is seven? God damn it. What is seven? Because it's not. We're not drone striking. Any, it's definitely in the Middle East. <coughs> right. It's definitely that area or Africa. Ooh, might be another Africa. Yeah, because it was Libya. Somalia. There's definitely one other one. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay, look it up. Look it up. Do I have to look it up? Am I obsessed now with a? Oh god damn it! Now I gotta look it up just so that people are like, ah, religion's always like fucking saying like, you know, we're in seven wars. Um, but I think that's kind of like you know a lie, or maybe he's like fucking, you know, um. I don't know. What am I? I when I've googled American air power, the air force came up and just. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on uh america wage wars wars current okay boom current let's see where we're at where are we at where are we at no this is a timeline of all the wars of the united states god damn it this is terrible terrible <clears throat> here we go mm. what Wow! Oh, god damn it! All right. Well, <sighs> oh, here we go. U.S. acknowledges war is at is at war in seven countries. Okay, great, awesome. There, New York Times. You can look it up. Just type in. It was not hard. I'm still. Oh, here we go. Niger. Niger. God damn it! We are in Niger. Okay, happy Black History Month. <laughs> Fuck, dude. All right, so that's the. I, I'm sorry that took so much time. That probably that was. Ter- this is when it's good to have a co-host to be like, hey, and then other news, blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, look, we're in seven wars. Seven wars. I'm am I? I'm the bad guy. I am the bad guy. Yes, me. I'm the bad guy. They're bombing seven countries, <clears throat> when the whole time they could just be coming after me. But no. I'm not the bad guy here. I'm a nobody. I don't matter to them. Not as much as the people they're killing in the seven countries I try to list off. All right, let's do it. Hey, we did, we, you know what? It's very, um, it's like blue balls, you know? It's like, there's no, there's no finish if we don't do all seven. So we gotta do the seven, like seven dwarves, right? The seven fucking sins, the fucking, you know, there's seven, the seven countries, so. Boom. Afghanistan. Iraq. Libya. Syria. Somalia. Yemen. Niger. So those are the... (laughs) Which is not Nigerian. What do you call people from Niger, man? Um, Because there is a Nigeria. Oh, no. Happy Black History month shit um that's and nine of these are not the n words this is not the n words i just want to know there is a country there's a niger and a nigeria nigerians are 
from Nigeria. What do we call the people from Niger? I don't know. Maybe a black person could help us. This is why you need black friends, okay? This is why everybody should have friends who are black to help them navigate this complex stuff. See, it's not fair that we segregate this talk from black people. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I just, and here I am that, you know what? I'm going to go, I got some black friends. God damn it. I'm going to go get them. I'm going to get them. <laughs> I'm going to get them, bring them back on the podcast or bring them on the podcast. Maybe for the first time. New, hey, look, go, I challenge you. Go through my guest record, list of guests I've had and try to say that I'm racist. If anything, I think I've never had an Asian guy on <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm very racist against Asian guys. So I don't want him on air. Get out of here. Ew. Ew. Which, A, I think if I was gonna completely honest and I was going to rank all of them, you know, Asian guys probably on the lowest end of the spectrum of my friend list. Okay? Not my family. They're all, well, that's the thing. They're overrepresented in my family and in me. You know, I'm fun, so... I don't know. I think different perspectives. And not to say there is some kind of monolithic Asian perspective, right? There's no such thing. So it's not like, God damn it. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. You know, maybe I need to make more Asian friends. I had Asian friends, man. <laughs> so I like a white person with black friends. I, I, I had, there was one guy in college. He sold me weed, man. <laughs> he did. It was an Asian guy. He sold me weed. Okay, so this is actually pretty funny. I feel like maybe I gotta write this down. Just, just this idea that like, uh, me with Asian guy friends is like, uh, it's like the other, it's like white people with black people. Uh huh. That that makes sense. I'm sure I'll remember what that means later when I say it in public on stage. I don't even think I just wrote me with Asian is like white people with black. So. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully that's something that makes sense later. I don't know if I can. All right. Um, wow. I totally strayed. Um, I, I wrote down stuff, like what I want to talk about. It's probably for the best I didn't talk about. I was going to talk about stuff that everybody else is talking about, so you don't need to talk about it, right? You don't need to hear about that fucking coronavirus anymore. And fucking politics. Everybody's talking about it. It's fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'll tell you what I did. Over the weekend, it was fun. It was a. I went on a bighorn sheep counting uh, survey. Well, there was this. Okay, backstory. So you may may not know. Got the old hunter's education certificate. You know, a month ago. I have uh, just been doing a lot of research. You know, I don't. I can't get a gun. I'm not gonna get a gun right now. I don't, I live in a one bedroom apartment without any closet space like where am i gonna i don't have a safe for a you know it's just not a safe thing and should, could i become an archer and archer? i could get a bow i could get one very mighty tempted to get a bow under 100 bucks get one start bow hunting uh or at least shooting shooting a bow so i could do that i could get a pellet gun there are other things i could do besides getting an actual firearm uh to start hunting but on the other hand i do live in a it's a small one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood, I don't think I have necessarily the room to start collecting hunting gear. I mean, just 
the gear I the gear just to make the bare minimum to go count the sheep. Um, it's just I don't know. It's taking up a lot of space, you know. And I, I don't have a lot of space. So anyways, I'm on the internet. So that's one thing I do. I have is time. I can research. So I've been researching and researching, and then somehow I came across this call for volunteers to go count bighorn sheep in the San Gabriel Mountains. Weird, but cool. I was like, all right, I'll do it. I fucking so I signed up for the thing, um, and the orientation was on Saturday. Yeah, it was on Saturday. Went. There's like 200 people in there, man. It was like in Arcadia. I guess that's their office there. Um, and the office of the, uh, department of wildlife, the, the, for California or no, the forest service, whatever. It's very confusing there. Why you start kind of navigating the forest system and kind of understanding this stuff. Um, but I was very surprised 200 people of all walks of life, not just a bunch of white people <laughs> that you might expect. I mean, this being LA, there was plenty of Asians and Latinos interspersed. I can't recall if I saw any black people. I actually, wait, there were a couple. There were a couple, right? I'd say they were underrepresented, but mostly it was, I was surprised at the diversity and in age too. Um, older people obviously were like in leadership positions, but a lot of young people, a lot of young people there. I was surprised. Couples were there. I, I guess they put out a big thing on NPR and they put out a, <laughs> put out a big thing. So a lot of fucking, you know, conservation-minded folks were out there. I would say some of them were hunters. Obviously, some of them were. But in California, you know, hunting is not um, it's not seen as, like, you know, cool. And so they're kind of, like, not open so much about it. Yeah. Um, so there were some there. There were some other wildlife people. There were biologist stuff. And so it was kind of, it's a little on the boring side, the orientation. But it was important. Apparently, these bighorn sheep are native to California. Native to North America, Nordic, I mean, they're from here, so they're not from, and they're threatened by the sheep imported from overseas, domesticated sheep, because they have diseases, and the bighorns, because they evolved over here, don't, it's like a Native American thing, you know what I'm saying, they, they don't have the immunity, <laughs> you know, and these fucking dirty-ass European sheep come, make them sick, and a bunch of them die getting sick, but then there's a little rebound in the population because of rains, the fires kind of affect things like they it actually moves them around so there are these surveys to see where they are and <clears throat> so basically there's like different descriptions of the the sites there's like five sites that they said we're gonna go to that they're gonna send volunteers to and a couple of the sites were like kind of easy you could just like one of them you could just literally drive up and you just park your car and have binoculars and look you know just look you know, and that's for the people who couldn't really hike. And then there's another one that was like an old piece of highway. You don't have to hike anywhere else. So you just kind of like, they, I guess the sheep actually come and do their sheep things on the highway. Um, it's just, I, so I guess the sites are picked based on these biologists who have determined where the most sheep sightings are, where they're most likely to be seen. And then volunteers are sent to try to see if we can spot them, right? Makes sense. So I kept looking around, and then one of the sites was like you need a four by four to get there, and it was like two thousand a two thousand foot climb within five miles. I mean, that's I don't know if you get that, but that's fucking that's a steep. I mean, some of that shit you got to be like, you know, on your hands and knees, basically climbing up and down. I don't know. I just wasn't really built for that. I don't have a four by four, and I don't. <laughs> 
I don't want to be sliding around rock. I don't have health insurance. I don't want to fall down some cliff, you know. <clears throat> so I ran into this thing, a uh, site called South Fork Campground. And the dude, Jason, he was the biologist that was leading the thing with his wife. There was also a biologist. That was actually one of the two biologists who work with uh, bighorn sheep, the, the sheep ladies. So one of the sheep ladies and her husband was leading this one. And they were, um, it was accessible. It's a four by four. It was on the north end of the Nash- Angeles National Forest, which I've been curious about since it is my home forest national forest and then um oh and he was saying like you know it's not like super easy but it's not super hard either there's a little bit of a hike a little bit of a climb but it's not super hard so i was like cool do it and he said be there at 7 30 tomorrow i was like okay and it was an hour and a half away so i had to get up at six got over there um i listen man i don't i had i bought boots for this i did just that I've fucking been broke, so I haven't really been able to buy anything. And then you know, and then I just did get a job, so I was managed to put a little money away to get some stuff, some gear for this thing. So I got me some boots, I got some wool socks, I got a backpack to put shit in, and I got some binoculars. Bino- why did I say it like that? Binoculars. Um, and uh, and the reason I did it all is because like you know I keep thinking about. I've always liked camping. I like animals. And I've also am thinking about hunting, all these things, you know? So fuck it. Might as well go in the wild and glass, right? That's what they call glassing, right? In the hunting circles, right? Called glassing. Just like looking through binoculars, scanning for animals. And this was a way to do it with somebody guiding me somewhere and whatever. And for the in the interests of the greater good of knowing how many native sheep there are in our golden state of California. So so I went. It was nice. There was like a group of uh, twelve people there. You know, again, mixed race, mixed ages, uh, all sorts. Um, and it was like the hike. Okay, so we start this hike, and it's rocky. It's rocky. It's nice. I don't know. It's really nice. Fucking. It's not. Um. It's not a Runyon Canyon. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a fucking manicured well-traveled area so it's a rocky area it's a trail that just this guy knows and they've seen sheep there uh, a lot of it had to do with the lady who the biologist was was like there's a prison by there there's a prison by there and those are the guys that they use as firefighters for when the fires were there and this is where they that area is where they train and i guess the prisoner saw sheep saw fucking sheep with the biologist and the whatever so that's why this area which is actually like in a different part from the other areas, like the other four or five areas, was like a, a new spot they decided to scout because these new sheep were sighted there and because these prisoners saw them or whatever. So we're there, and we fucking go up this um, rocky... It's a rocky trail. I would say, you know, it's a medium... I would say it's appropriately medium difficulty. Like, I needed boots. You can't do it with shoes. Like, I needed boots. It's rocky. Um, and some of it was kind of narrow against uh, as we climbed higher so there's so at one point we kind of climbed higher and got narrow and um but not scary yeah i wouldn't say scary i mean we had i trusted the guide i was following him and he he's bigger and older dude and he was you know the, I, just, I, I trusted the guy and he told me he was like there's a part where i don't think i'd do it we're not gonna do it so you know and so as we climb up I'd say it was about like a 30-minute or so hike. The whole walk maybe is about under an hour. 
um, he started dropping people off at certain stations. Um, and I decided, you know, I'm keeping up, so I'll stay up toward the top. And I did maybe the third to last or second to last station set up some binoculars you know through my i took a yoga mat so i just threw that that down because it's rocky so i fucking threw that down sat on a yoga mat had some binoculars out and just scanning scanning and fucking it just starts raining man so rainy so cold so cold i mean rainy i mean snow it started snowing it's in california i know it's the middle of winter and i just didn't think we're in the mountains i didn't even think about that we're actually yeah we are in the mountains um, and I had enough layers, but it was just rain, rain, rain. The binoculars are getting all wet. I'm fogging and everything's all wet, foggy. When the snow started, I was like, dude, are we packing it up? And I saw a group, the group ahead of me coming down. But before all this, forgot to mention, there's a dude up ahead, a little bit higher than us. And he had said like, he spotted five sheep. He had a spotting scope and spotted five sheep. Meanwhile, me and the guy down there, we couldn't see shit from where we were, but that's cause from his angle, he could see, and he could see farther too, you know? Um, so packing it up, I'm like, fuck, pack up all my gear. And the group is just kind of stopped and a little higher than I am. Right. They're all looking through the binoculars and scopes and looking in the direction as the old guy was. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go up there too. Cause if I didn't bring my binoculars because they were fucked, man, they were like, I mean, they were cheap Chinese binoculars, cheap Chinese coronavirus. <laughs> che- uh, they were just, they got all fucked, fogged up. I think maybe the water, maybe they weren't waterproof. It's my fault. I should have known. I don't know. Shit. I'm going to return. I'm returning those binoculars and they might use this podcast against me. Be like, you knew, you're, you told us it was defective, but it's your fault. All right, sorry. I'm sorry, Chinese government. Okay. Um. Anyways, I went over there. I was like looking. I just, I don't, honestly, I am not used to looking at stuff through binoculars and not accustomed. Like a lot of them are experienced hunters or experienced uh, wildlife watchers. Whatever, you know, like use spotting scopes and stuff to know what they're doing. But I was just like, I, I just feel like, I mean, we're so, we were actually pretty close to what we were looking at. So I was like, I feel like I could see them with my eyes. You know, I feel like I just, they're just moving. If I just know what I'm looking for and they're moving, I feel like I could spot it. And, and I think what happened was the older dude was like, he kept saying, oh, there's a curvy tree. And it's, you know, and if you go from there, that's where I saw it or whatever. And so I kept looking in that area until I saw something moving. And I was like, dude, I think I see it. And he's right there, you know, and I saw a patch of snow and then like just diagonally to like 45 degrees, you know, there it was this is white thingy moving <clears throat> so a bunch of guys got their scopes on it and they're like yep that's it it's it and it was a you it was a female and apparently the guy the guy who saw like five of them took pictures of them so he's you know he's he saw so there was like a couple of yous some lambs probably bedded down uh because it was rainy the whole thing is it's rainy and it, you know calling it quits because the other sites they were supposed to have helicopter flyovers you know to aid them in the survey and they had to cancel all that shit because of the weather of course right now look it's sunny it's fucking sunny out there it was like so they only they could only do this thing once a year so i guess um you know what ended up happening was a lot of the groups got canceled because of the weather no helicopter you know whatever all those other sites all those other sites actually i think it got hit with harder weather than we did and then also all the people lower than where i was you know all the other people they just went home 
you know, like, fuck this. And, you know, <laughs> called it quits and went home. So managed to see sheep. I saw, at least I managed to see a sheep with my bare eyes. <laughs> so I actually, you know, really didn't even need binoculars or whatever. But it also was a lesson in how difficult this shit is. It's not easy scanning places with binoculars and scan. You don't even know what you're looking for. Fuck, you know, hunting's going to be hard, right? Or at least this kind of hunting. It's fucking hard as fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, but it was all like worth it. I don't know. I just felt like it was weird. felt weirdly calm out there, man. Very calm. Just watching, looking for stuff. Just calm. I didn't really feel like impatient or bored or like, I don't know. So I think in that way it was a good sign. I feel like I could, I could do this <laughs> if I needed to, if I had the means, I guess, you know, if I had, if I made more money and had a gear, the right gear and whatever, the right place, enough space to put things and whatever. Just live like a, uh, I guess you have to really have a little more of the, um, more stuff, you know, you got, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. Uh, but at the minimum, I think you do need space. You know, you need space. So that is something I am lacking a little bit. Um, but it was all worth it just to see the fucking sheep and then just to see the guy's pictures, to see the evidence that, you know, the sheep out there, we saw them, and that we were the only team probably that reported anything on these data sheets that they had us all have, you know, um, that we were the only ones. And so again, I don't know. felt good. What a nerd I am. But that's my sheep story. Counting sheep, baby. Counting sheep. Just like the news, that's what they're doing, is counting sheep when they freak us out over coronavirus and the politics and everything. The song I came up with while I was out there on my way home. Almost hit a jack a jackrabbit and just ran across the street while I was, uh, look kind of young. Makes sense. It's springtime. Juvenile jackrabbits. Jackrabbits can be hunted all year wrong. All year wrong. Um, all year long. Am I going to start hunting jackrabbits now? I don't know, man. I don't know. See, this is, uh, hunting will probably be inevitably what kills me. <laughs> I'll be out in the wilderness by myself just getting, mm, I don't know, most likely self-harm, some kind of accidental, I'll like fall or <laughs> shoot myself <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> like stab, my, slice myself and bleed to death <laughs> while I try to cut a jackrabbit <laughs> Like, it's just, I feel like it's just so, uh, this is why men die. Do you understand? Men just die young or earlier or for just dumb reasons like this, like being out in the wilderness. Just, uh, you know, it's just what happens. But whatever, right? You can't live in fear. I'm not going to stay indoors because of coronavirus. I'm not going to go in the wilderness because of fucking mountain lions or whatever or stabbing myself. All this can happen. This is all stuff that could happen. All right. I don't know what I'm yelling about. Anyways, um, well, judging from how long I've been going now, I don't know. This data plan, this, I'm going to do my best to do two times a week, guys, and keep it up. You know, it might be, um, I don't know. We'll see. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to my story about counting sheep <laughs> out in the San Gabriel Mountains. Um, and thank you so much for listening at all to the Rojan Kimcast. Please find me on the webs inter or intra or whatever it is however you get on there i don't care dark whatever whatever i don't know i don't ask questions just follow me i'm on twitter at rojan kim instagram and uh yeah i don't know go to my website subscribe to this podcast wherever one does such things i think i am on it 
I think. And um, I got shows coming up. But that does that any of that really matter? Does it matter? I'm gonna be <laughs> gonna be out at uh, the OC for a lot this month. And um, yeah, well, whatever. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'm gonna I'll get back to you on the other stuff. I don't know what that means. Thank you. Bye.